Father in heaven, thank you for giving us the privilege to be among the living. In your word, you have promised us that as many as believed in the Son, Jesus, that you give us power to become the sons of God also. You've promised that the words you speak to us are spirit and life. Dear Lord, we want life and we also want to be the sons of God. Therefore, we pray, please, grant to us this grace that as the words are spoken from this devotion, that they shall be indeed spirit and life to us, giving us power that we shall be called the children of God. Therefore, in that note, Lord, I pray, put your words in my mouth, for I have nothing to say of my own that will bless anybody for the sake of your children who you sent your son to die for. May the words spoken bless everyone. In Jesus' name I've prayed. Amen. Conflict and Courage March 26 Cloud and Fire He spread a cloud for a covering and fire to give light in the night. Psalm 105 verse 39 And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. The standard of their invisible leader was ever with them. By day, the cloud directed their journeys or spread as a canopy above the hosts. It served as a protection from the burning heat and by its coolness and moisture afforded grateful refreshment in the parched, thirsty desert. By night, it became a pillar of fire, illuminating their encampment and constantly assuring them of the divine presence. In one of the most beautiful and comforting passages of Isaiah's prophecy, reference is made to the pillar of cloud and of fire to represent God's care for his people in the great final struggle with the powers of evil. The Lord will create upon every dwelling place of Mount Zion and upon her assemblies a cloud and smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For above all the glory shall be a covering and there shall be a tabernacle for a shadow in the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge and for a covert from the storm and from rain. Isaiah chapter 4 verse 5 and 6 In the time of trial before us, God's pledge of security will be placed upon those who have kept the word of his patience. Christ will say to his faithful ones, Come, my people, enter thou into thy chambers, and shut thy doors about thee. Hide thyself, as it were, for a moment for a little moment until the indignation be overpassed. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 20 The Lion of Judah, so terrible to the rejectors of his grace, will be the Lamb of God to the obedient and faithful. The pillar of cloud which speaks wrath and terror to the transgressor of God's law is light and mercy and deliverance to those 
who have kept his commandments. The arm strong to smite the rebellious will be strong to deliver the loyal. Every faithful one will surely be gathered. He shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Matthew chapter 24 verse 31 Amen The title of our devotion for today is Cloud and Fire and our key text is taken from the book of Psalm chapter 105 verse 39 which says He spread a cloud for a covering and fire to give light in the night. We have been looking at this symbolic typological lesson that we get from the story of the deliverance of the children of Israel from Egypt. Basically, we understand that this story, the Lord used it, used it as a typology, as, a, as an example, example of what will happen to us in our own day. When you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 11, we are told, all these things happened unto them for ensamples. That's what it is. What is ensamples? That is a type. That is the meaning of ensample. That means the Lord intended that we should look at this story and see in it lessons or type, a type of what is going to happen in the last days. That's what it says. It's ensamples and are written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come. So we are very well in place to take the lesson and the story of the children of Israel's deliverance from Egypt and draw lessons from it on how the Lord is to deliver us today. We have seen how that this deliverance from Egypt represents deliverance from sin. But then we are also going to look at subsequently how this is also a deliverance from persecution that the children of God are going to face or are already facing in this present world. So after the deliverance that came through the Passover which showed us that the only way we can be delivered from sin is through Jesus Christ. Now Pharaoh pled with Moses and Aaron telling them you should go, go and serve your God. And bless me also. And the children of Israel, in haste, ate the Passover and the bitter herbs, and a lot of goods were given to them. And this was not wrong, because some people will ask, why is it that the children of Israel took all those things, those valuables from the children of Egypt? It is because that was the, their labor. They had worked for 400 years as slaves, unjustly treated, and these things were given to them, and they collected it, and they left there with a great spoil. Now, on their journey, God led them. And we read now from the book of Exodus chapter 13, reading from verse 18, it says, But God led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. And the children of Israel went up harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Sukkoth and encamped in Etham, in the edge of the wilderness. 
and the Lord went before them in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people amen this pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night we see what they were doing for the children of israel it was giving them direction as we just read now in verse 21 that the lord used it to lead them the way because there is a way the lord wanted them to pass and i've not read that we'll read that later on god chose the particular direction he wanted them to go through in his loving care he was helping them to avoid setting traps and snares that were along the way so they were supposed to follow that pillar whether it was the one of cloud by day or the one by night or fire they were supposed to follow it anywhere it is going and by following it that is how they will reach their final destination if they don't follow the pillar of cloud then they will go in their own way and they will miss their way and not get to the direction the lord wants them to get to for example there was a way the lord would have led them and they would meet people who they cannot conquer like the philistines but in the loving care of God, he directed them in such a manner that they would avoid the troubles of having to fight the Philistines. The Lord cared so much for them that he made sure that they did not meet the Philistines. Knowing very well that these people, they don't fight. We can talk about that maybe some other time. But the Lord, in his care, again, this pillar of cloud was given to them to be a covert to protect them from the sun the harsh sunlight that was going to be shining upon them remember the bible says the sun shall not smite thee by day neither the moon by night why because the lord will be your refuge so for them the lord was protecting them with that pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire because the night was going to be very cold and then the lord gave to them the pillar of fire by night to warm them up so that the weather will not um, chill their blood and they will get diseases and die. In fact, at the end of the journey of the children of Israel, though it was 40 years, the Bible records that not one of them had even a sandal cut. That is how much the Lord protected them. Not even their clothes got, got worn out. Their clothes were were kept it endured for that 40 years they were not making new clothes the lord kept them their sandals they were not making new shoes the lord kept them their shoes were good for that 40 years and then how about their health as far as they were following the lord and following his directions and following his leading none of them got any diseases the lord protected them except those who disobeyed and did not follow his leading today as we are also getting beginning our journey to the celestial city we are taking our journey to the kingdom of god we also need our own pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night it's very important for us to look at the exact words used here in exodus chapter 13 reading from verse 21 it says and the lord went before them by day in a pillar of clouds to lead them the way and by night in the 
pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and by night. Wow. What is the light today? Do we need our own pillar of cloud? Yes, we do. And we also need our pillar of fire. We have something even more sure, more protective. You see, this pillar of cloud was an assurance as we read. It, it gave them the assurance that God was with them. Reading it now, conflict uh, from the devotion, we read there that the standard of their invisible leader was ever with them. By day, the cloud directed the journeyings or spread as a canopy above the host. It served as a protection from the burning heat and by its coolness and moisture afforded grateful refreshment in the parched, thirsty desert. By night, it became a pillar of fire, illuminating their encampment and constantly assuring them of the divine presence. Constantly. End of quote. So, we need a constant assurance that God is with us. As we are going through our journey today, we hear all kinds of things that want to create doubt in our mind and we are wondering. Some people wonder today, does God really exist? Is there a God? How do I know that the Lord is leading me? The children of Israel had a pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire to show them that God was with them. How about us? The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Peter, reading 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 16 down to 19, it says, for we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard when we were with him in the holy mount. Now verse 19, we have also a more sure word of prophecy, whereunto you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Amen. So what is our pillar of fire by night that gives us light as it is written in the book of Exodus 13 verse 21 that the purpose of that light that fire was to give them light what gives us light today to make us know that the Lord is with us to assure us that we are not following cunningly devised fables in this our journey in it is the prophecy prophecy is very important the word of God is sure in fact in the book of Psalms chapter 138 verse 2 there it is written for thou hast magnified thy word above all thy name the word of god is magnified above all his name peter said i saw i heard but there's something more sure than what we see with our eyes there's something more sure than what we hear we did not see jesus die on the cross we have not seen him come yet we we did not see the creation happen but we have something that is an evidence to us, that is a light on our pathway that will lead us till the day dawn and the day star arise in our hearts. Prophecy, a more sure word of prophecy. What does prophecy do for us? It assures us that we are not following cunningly devised fables. When you study the prophecies, for example, in Daniel 2, Daniel 7, Daniel 11, Revelation 13 talks about a kingdom that will come also. It's still that same king, referring to the same thing. The united states in prophecy as you see these things it shows you a light knowing that we are not following cunningly devised fables when you talk about revelation 13 revelation 14 
telling us about the coming Sunday law, telling us about the mark of the beast. And we see telltale signs. We hear it in the news. We see it happening. Or is it the prophecies that Jesus gave that there will be earthquakes and numerous numerous of them it will increase and there will be wars and rumors of wars and there will be false prophets. All these prophecies, we see them happening before our eyes so much so now that people are taking them for granted. To them, what is the big deal? But when you understand that when Jesus said there will be false prophets, that people will come in his name, he was just in one place in the mountain, in, in a mountain in Jerusalem making that statement. But look today, that man who made that statement, what's happening in the world? The whole world is really talking about him. And these prophecies are assuring us that we are not following cunningly devised fables. What more do we have? The word of God in its entirety is a light. The Bible tells us that the commandment is a lamp and the law is a light and reproofs of instruction are the way to life. You see, this is from Proverbs chapter 6 verse 23. So, we have our light and it is the commandments of God. It is a lamp. The law is a light. This is our pillar of fire by night and the pillar of cloud by day. It is leading us, the prophecies and the commandments of God. If you don't follow the law of God, you will find yourself in among the Philistines because that's what God was trying to protect the children of Israel from. To fight, They, they were not equipped to fight certain wars. And we too, when we do not follow the way that the Lord leads us, we will find ourselves in places that we ought not to be. Reading it in the book of Exodus, chapter 13, verse 17, it says, And it came to pass, when Pharaoh had let the people go, that God led, not, led them not through the way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, Lest peradventure the people repent when they see war, and they return to Egypt. Hmm. Do you know that God knows that there are some experiences that you will have that will make you go back to Egypt? Even though you have been delivered from your sins, you can always go back. But unless you allow God to lead you by his pillar of cloud, which is the prophecies and the pillar of fire by night, which is his word, his law, the commandments of God. If you allow these things lead you, you will not find yourself among the Philistines that will make you to see such trouble that you cannot handle and then you will run back to Egypt like a rat out of a sinking ship. So the Lord needs to direct us and the Lord cares for us. In these last days in which we live, we need to understand that following God's every letter is important. This is the reason why we have been emphasizing it. The requirements of God, all of it, not some of it, is our protection. God cannot work with us if we are neglecting even one part of his word. You don't know. You seem not to understand. Many people don't understand. There is nothing irrelevant in the word of God. Every word of God is pure. We must follow everything. If not, you will find yourself among the Philistines. It's also a way. But it's a way that when you see it, it will be so tough for you that you may not be equipped to handle such a temptation and you may run back. So following the Lord's leading is very important. And what are we saying is the leading of God? Prophecy and his commandments. You are, we are safe when we do that. You see, the children of Israel, as they were going, this pillar of cloud did something again for them. Reading from Exodus 14 from verse 1, it says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel that they turn and encamp before 
Pihahiroth, between Migdol and the sea, over against Balzephon. Before it ye shall encamp by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, They are entangled in the land. The wilderness had shut them in, and I will harden Pharaoh's heart, that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his host, that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he made his chariot and took his people with him. And he took six hundred chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with an high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses. Take note, I, I, this, this is a very remarkable story. All the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen. Remember what Pharaoh represents. He represents the ruler of the kingdom of darkness, which is Satan. So here, all his, his host of angels coming after these children of Israel and his horsemen and his army and overtook them uh, encamping by the sea beside Pihahiroth be, before Bausephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid, and the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. Now, when we go down to verse, to verse 19, we see, we're just focusing on the pillar of cloud now. The pillar of cloud and fire, see what happened with it. It says in verse 19, And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them. But it gave light by night to these, so that the one came not near the other all the night. Amen. Do you know that the Lord is trying to do the same thing for us today to protect us? You see what is happening around us in the world and it always looks as if oh the enemy is about to come and it looks as if the laws are about to be made for God's people to suffer and then the Lord raises something that will distract the governments of the world or the people that will give us some respite. But the time will finally come when eventually Egypt will come very close to destroying the people of God. It points to a time of trouble that is coming to this world. Remember that we have already said before that these, this story of the children of Egypt and Israel is pointing to the last days and there is coming a time of trouble. And this whole thing between Egypt and Israel was about who you serve. Either you are serving Egypt. Remember what Pharaoh just asked. Why did we even allow them to go from serving us and told them to go and serve God? So in these last days, there's going to be a crisis upon who you worship, shown by which commandment you are keeping, either the commandments of men or the commandments of God. That is the crisis that the world is going to come to. 
there is going to be a crisis brought upon us. Laws are going to be made as we have already seen in Revelation 13, saying either you worship the beast or you worship God and both are going to be threatening. God will say, if you don't if you worship the beast, you will receive the wrath of God. And the beast will say, if you do not listen to me, oh, you will not be able to buy or sell. And it will even cause that as many as do not have the mark or worship the beast should be killed. It's going to be a great time of distress. Remember that the story of the children of Israel represents two things. Represents deliverance from sin and also deliverance from this evil world. We've looked at deliverance from sin, but a time is coming that God's people who have been delivered from sin, his commandment-keeping people are going to be threatened just like Pharaoh was threatening Israel. They are going to be threatened and then they will need a deliverance. But the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire will be there to guide them, not only just showing them the way, but also providing for them. Remember, how are these people going to survive in the future? They will not be able to buy. They will not be able to sell. Their properties will be taken from them. When you can't buy or sell, how are you going to survive? Oh, a miracle is going to be done for the people of God. But let's understand what this situation is going to be like for God's people at that time. Reading from Last Day Events, page 265, paragraph 1, it says, I saw a time of trouble was before us. When stern necessity will compel the people of God to live on bread and water, in the time of trouble, none will labor with their hands, their sufferings will be mental, and God will provide food for them. Amen. And in page 265, paragraph 2, he says, The time of trouble is just before us. And then, stern necessity will require the people of God to deny self and to eat merely enough to sustain life. But God will prepare us for that time. In that fearful hour, our necessity will be God's opportunity to impart his strengthening power and to sustain his people. Amen. So, we have nothing to fear. When there is nothing you can do, the Lord will send protection. It's written there in the book of Isaiah chapter 33, talking about just before the coming of Jesus, when there is going to be a time of trouble on the earth. The Bible says in verse 14, The sinners in Zion are afraid. Fearfulness had surprised the hypocrites. Who among us shall dwell with the devouring fire? Who among us shall dwell with everlasting burnings? And the answer is given. He that walketh righteously and speaketh uprightly. He that despiseth the gain of oppressions. Those that are not doing Ponzi schemes and Yahoo and internet fraud and all kinds of stealing. He that shaketh his hands from holding of bribes. That stoppeth his ears from hearing of blood. And shutteth his eyes from seeing evil. He shall dwell on high. His place of defense shall be munitions. Be the munitions of rocks. Bread shall be given him, his waters shall be sure. Amen. At this time of trouble, the Lord is going to provide for his people miraculously. Reading to explain this even better from the book Early Writings, page 56, it says, The Lord has shown me repeatedly that it is contrary to the Bible to make any provision for our temporal wants in the time of trouble. I saw that if the saints had food laid up by them or in the field in the time of trouble when sword, famine and pestilence are in the land, it will be taken from them by violent hands and strangers will reap their fields. Then will be the time for us to trust wholly in God and he will sustain us. 
I saw that our bread and water will be sure at that time, and that we shall not lack or suffer hunger. For God is able to spread a table for us in the wilderness. If necessary, he would send ravens to feed us as he did to feed Elijah, or rain manna from heaven as he did for the Israelites. End of quote. My brothers and sisters, we have enough assurance in the word of God not to be afraid. As the children of Israel saw the Egyptians coming, they were afraid. So also with us, as we see the prophecies getting fulfilled and we are coming closer and closer to the time of the universal persecution for against those who are keeping the commandments of God, we may get afraid, but there is no need to be afraid. We need to learn to exercise faith today. Faith in the word of God, in that pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night, which represent the prophecies and the commandments of God, they will be our guide. Remember what we just read in the book of Isaiah 33, reading from verse 14. They asked the question, who are the people that will be able to stand at this time? And they are described, they are those who are keeping the commandments of God, but it was very specific to tell us who they are. They who will not open their eyes to see bloodshed. Are you watching violent movies? Are you one of those who enjoy watching wrestling and watching victories in fightings? Oh, you are not going to be among those people. Because it says that those ones who I be, uh, will be able to stand are those who cover their eyes from violence. They shut their ears from hearing of bloodshed. They are not interested in playing video games where they are shooting people all over. They are not interested in watching cartoons like Tom and Jerry and all the violence that is seen and the mischief in those things. The Bible says they close their eyes. They don't see those things. They shut their ears. They don't want to hear bloodshed. And also, they shake their hands from bribe. They don't do internet fraud. They don't steal. They are not covetous people. These are the class of people that will be able to stand. They walk righteously. They speak uprightly. They are not following the world in telling lies. They are not following the world in singing those songs and those music that are contrary to the word of God, that are spreading falsehood, that are also leading people into false but impure songs they are not interested in those things these are the people that will be able to stand and if we make ourselves among these people by following the pillar of cloud which is the word of god the prophecies and the pillar of fire by night the commandments of god then we will qualify to be those who in the time of distress in the time of trouble the lord will say your bread and your water will be sure the lord has a thousand ways of providing for his people he will watch over you he will care for you if you will continue in the way of the lord but if you don't follow that pillar of cloud how will you get the, your, your bread and water? You need to follow it. We need to assure ourselves in these last days that we have no need to run back to Egypt. As long as we are following that pillar of cloud, you have come out of your sins. The Lord is helping you. Now you are doing the right thing. Though the way is difficult, but yet if you continue to follow on the, with the Lord, you don't have any need to go back to Egypt. We need to be strong and follow the Lord that pillar of cloud. Study the Bible, know what the prophecies are saying, and do all you can to live in harmony with the commandments of God, and you will see that you have no need to go back to Egypt. Remember, in Romans 15 verse 4, we are told, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. May we have hope as we study God's word and we go through the prophecies. Let's pray. Our loving Father in heaven, we thank you for the pillar of cloud and the pillar of fire that you have given to us. 
Your word has been a protection to us. It has been a light unto our feet and lamp to our path. Lord, we thank you for the prophecies that we see fulfilled all around us. We just pray, Lord, that we will be among those righteous who will stand, those who will cover their ears from hearing of blood and open their and will not open their eyes to see evil. We pray, Father, that whatever struggles we may be having now, that may make us not to be among those who will stand in that day, that you do what you did for the children of Israel with an outstretched arm, Lord, deliver us. And after delivering, Lord, please keep us in the way. Keep us following the pillars of fire and cloud that at last we may be in your kingdom. It's my prayer in Jesus' name.